Welcome to Preach the Word Podcast. My name is Ashton McDonald, and I am your host. Today's episode is a sermon that was shared by Reverend Rusty Johnson on February 7th of 2021. The scripture reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. The sermon is titled, Special Miracles. If you would like to stay up to date with the most recent episodes of the podcast, please subscribe. You can also share an episode with friends or family by tapping the share button. And if you would like to contact us, you can do so by emailing preachthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Listen as Reverend Johnson encourages us that we serve a God that gives special miracles. Thank you for listening. Acts chapter 19, just two verses of Scripture there, verse 11 and verse 12. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Amen. God wrought special miracles. Amen. Praise God. I want to talk to us just a little bit about special miracles. Just help us pray. Thank you, Father, for the privilege we have as we stand before this congregation and what you are doing here within the church. I pray your blessing upon this congregation tonight. Lord, upon the people, we pray that you would perform special miracles right here in this service. On behalf of this church, Lord, that you would encourage them to have faith in God. Believe in your Lord and your great and mighty thanks for me, Lord. We will praise you and love you for the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you as well for giving tonight. And if it's all right with the pastor, we'd like that just to stay here in the church so that uh, we can go a little bit further for the work of God. But thank you for your giving. We appreciate that so very much. And uh, sometime back in the summer, the Lord began to uh, deal with me about this message that, that God is a God that loves to do special miracles for His people. Amen. We know He's a miracle worker. Isn't that right? But there's sometimes that God does something special and specific for individuals, for nations, or for a church. Praise God. And so the Lord is a God of special miracles. In the very beginning when God created everything, and it was a miraculous power as He spoke it all to existence. Yes. Six days the Lord spoke it all into existence, but on that sixth day at the very end of His creation, He done something special. Amen. Rather than speak it into existence, He literally took His hand and reached down and took the dust of the ground. And the Bible said God formed man from the dust of the ground. Right. The word for form there is the same words that is used of a potter when he forms the clay. Yes. Everything that God did, he does something special for mankind. Yes. And literally formed him with his hands. I like to say it like this. You know, you see a tag on a garment that says handmade in China or handmade somewhere else. Usually that means if it's handmade, it's worth a lot more money. Isn't that right? right. But I like to say man was handmade by yes. God. Yes. God performed a special miracle for him. And then, after he had created the world and, and the, the ground brought forth the grass and the trees and etc., God planted a garden eastward in Eden. It was a special place for yes. the man that he had created. 
And so God performed another special miracle by, by planting that garden just for Adam. Yes. And then when he put the man in the garden, God done something else very special. Hallelujah. And he put the man to sleep. And from his side, he took a rib and, and there he formed a woman. And we know that God spoke all the other into existence and out of the dust of the ground. But God took of the man and He formed the woman. Yes. And a special miracle of marriage. I believe marriage is a special miracle that God gave right. to the human family. Can you say amen? amen? And from that time, it was the beginning of God performing special miracles in the life of mankind. Amen. amen. Throughout the Old Testament, you can see the hand of God moving. We know God performed many miracles for Israel. And uh, you can look at a cloud by day over all of the camp and a fire by night. He fed all of the camp of Israel with quail. He fed yes. them all with manna. Yes. But there were certain times and specific miracles that God performed for individuals uh, for special needs that was in their life. Amen. Amen. And may you remember the rod that uh, Moses had in his hand. Praise God. That he stretched out over the land of Egypt and he stretched over the Red Sea. And he stretched out over the enemies whenever they were fighting in the valley. God didn't do that for anybody else, but he did it for Moses. Amen. That was a special miracle that God performed for a specific need that was in their life. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Abraham had his ram in the bush, didn't he? Yeah. Nobody else had it. Praise God. Amen. Gideon had a fleece. I know sometimes we, we pray that way, but really God didn't do that specific thing for anybody else like He did for Gideon. Right. Amen. Right. Samson had a jawbone that he killed a thousand men with. If I had that same jawbone today, he went down to Wilbur, amen, and tried to take on a bunch of these Wilburites, amen, I wouldn't do very good. <laughs> because that was a special miracle for that specific moment in his life. Elisha had a mantle, didn't he? Yeah. A maiden did seven times in the river. Yeah. David had a stone and a slingshot that he killed a, a giant with. And the list could go on of the fiery furnace that the Lord kept the Hebrew boys. Right. And Elias did that he kept Daniel. Yes. So many special and specific miracles that God performed for certain individuals, praise God, that was apart from the multitude of the people of God. Amen. Yes, that's right. When you think of the life and the ministry of Jesus, we know Jesus was a great miracle worker. He performed miracles for the multitudes. The Bible said many times that multitudes came and cast down their impotent heart. And the Bible would say something like, He healed them all. Praise God. All of them received miracles at times. But there were certain times that Jesus did special things and specific things for certain individuals. Amen. There were three times Jesus used spittle. All three of those times were different. Isn't that right? right. Mark said that there was a deaf and dumb man and Jesus put His finger in His ears and right. spit and touched His tongue. But He never did that again for anybody else. Right. And Mark 8, there was a blind man and Jesus spit in His eyes and prayed for him and anointed him and with His eyes and He saw men as trees and then He prayed for him again. And He saw every man clearly. That was a special miracle just for that man. Then there was another man in John 9, born blind. And in the, uh, the disciples said, who did sin? And they said, this was for the glory of God. Amen. Yeah. But then Jesus spit on the ground and made some clay. 
anointed his eyes with his clay and told him to go wash in the pool. He never did that for anybody else. That was special miracles for those individuals that the Lord used for a specific purpose that nobody else was able to enjoy. One time Jesus walked on the water, praise God. One time he spoke to a storm, isn't that right? Yeah. Another time he rode on the ground, praise God. And one time he hung on a tree, hallelujah. One time he rose again from a, from a borrowed tomb and he'll never have to perform those specific miracles again. Amen. Jesus was a miracle worker, but there were times that there were people who had a special need in their life and God loves to perform special miracles. Amen. As you look into the church, you see the same principle in the book of Acts. Amen. There were many miracles that took place. Multitudes and whole cities came to God. And great joy like Samaria and other places as the Lord healed and brought deliverance to the multitudes. But then there were special things that God did, such as what we read in our text. Where the Lord performed special miracles by the hands of Paul and anointed handkerchiefs. And we do that in, in remembrance of that special miracle. But really, it's never been done quite like it was done for the Apostle Paul. Amen. It was a special thing that God did for that moment. And there are times you look into the book of Acts and, and the Lord did some special things. And there were times that He performed special acts of salvation. Amen. Miracles of salvation. Probably the most prominent is Saul of Tarsus when he was on his way to Damascus. And, and uh, the Lord had been trying to reach him and it seemed like nothing would get his attention. Yes. He was there when, when uh, Stephen was stoned and he held the garments as those uh, persecutors were, uh, were, were killing him and he became the first martyr. And then he heard the testimony of the Christians as he drugged them to prison and stood by when they were put to death and watched them die with fortitude and with faith. But it didn't seem like anything could get his attention. Do you know anybody like that? You got any loved ones that you think that it seemed like there's no way that God can get a hold of their attention and get them to Christ. But God knows how to perform special miracles. So while Saul was on the road to Damascus, a great light shone down from heaven and knocked him to the ground. And he heard the voice of Jesus. His eyes were blinded by the light. And he heard the voice of Jesus. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? Amen. The Lord knew how to put him in a place. And while he was there, the Lord spoke to him and said, I gave him a vision of a man named Ananias coming to pray for him that he would receive his sight and he would be filled with the Holy Ghost. And that God performed those special miracles just to save him. Amen. Amen. I believe God's still doing that today. Most of you know Brother Sidney Higgins in my church. And yeah. many years ago when we were still in the storefront, Brother Chad, yes. uh, uh, he was, I was, my Sunday morning routine, I would go down to the storefront and pray, come back home and get ready for service. And, and so that night, Saturday night before this particular Sunday, he and his wife had been out of what they call clubbing, partying, uh, and trying to have uh, fun in the world. Uh, and so uh, they were miserable under conviction. 
And a, a young man in my church that worked with him was con uh, constantly uh, talking to him about the Lord. And, and uh, he said, let's go home. And I, I can't have any fun tonight. And so they went home and he got up the next morning and said, come on, we've got to leave. He said, I feel like Brother Rusty's going to come and invite us to church. Amen. So they left and went down the road. And they went toward the bayou. And Brother Shaftlemary, when you come to the end of Argyle Road, there's a stop sign at 188. Amen. And right at the stop sign, his car stopped. And he got out, opened the hood, was trying to figure out what was wrong with his car. Well, I was coming back from the storefront and I was the first one to get to him. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. I pulled over the side of the road when I saw him. When I got out, he was shaking like a leaf in the wind. And I said, everything all right? Yes, sir, everything's all right. I said, all right. Well, can I help you? No, sir, I called somebody. I said, okay, well, let's pray. And so we, we had a little prayer there. And I got my vehicle and went on home. Later on, he told the rest of the story. That after I left, he got back in and tried it one more time. And it cranked right up. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. God performed a special miracle. Amen. He saved in the house of God today. That's how much God loved him. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. My wife and I, y'all remember when Barn Hills was over there off, uh, what is that, 63? And, yeah. and uh, we, we very seldom went that way, very seldom ate there. My wife just doesn't like buffets too much. She says there's too many dirty little hands uh, going across the buffet. And, but we just happened to stop in there that day. And, and we did. Uh, my wife's cousin, uh, who she was raised with like a sister, we've been trying to, to reach them and, and witness to them, but they wouldn't hear anything about the gospel, wouldn't come to church. And, and so when we walked into the Barn Hills, uh, uh, there she sat with her two girls and and so naturally we, we sat with them and began to eat. And at that time I had a radio program on uh, uh, WOSM. Praise yeah. God. Awesome. <laughs> I got 50,000 watts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Praise the Lamb of God. And, and so while we were sitting there eating, uh, uh, there's a man after a while, an older man at the table next to us. He came over and said, excuse me, sir. He said, uh, but do you preach on the radio? I said, uh, yes, sir, I do. He said, is your name Rusty Johnson? I said, yes, sir, that's my name. And he stood right there and he preached the messages that I've been preaching on the radio wow. to my wife's cousin. Amen. Gave her the gospel. Now God had to put me, my wife, and her cousin and this man all in the same area, in the same restaurant, tables right beside one another. I've never met the man before in my life. He had to recognize my voice. And the Lord did all of that just to save her. Praise God. A special miracle. And then well, it doesn't stop there. Her husband... Her husband had went night hunting uh, right around Deer Park uh, and uh, right in that area. Well, uh, they called him night hunting and took him to Chatham Jail. Amen. He lives in Pascagoula, Mississippi, and uh, that's a long way from Chatham, Alabama. Well, he gets put in the Chatham Jail for hunting deer at night. Gets put in a cell with a guy. This guy starts talking to him about the Lord. And he said, man, I got saved. And he said, I've been listening to this preacher on the radio. <laughs> and uh, uh, Gilbert said, well, my, my wife's cousin preaches on the radio. He said, well, this guy's from Bible Baptist. He said, well, he is too. He said, his name's Rusty Johnson. That's him. <laughs> well, they get to talking. He said, man, I can't believe this. He said, I've been praying 
for some way to get in touch with that preacher. I want him to come and visit me. Amen. And so uh, Gilbert got put in the jail so that man could talk to him about the goodness of the Lord. Uh, Gilbert got out and told me about it. And I went and prayed with the man. Uh, I said, isn't God amazing how He can work a special miracle just to save somebody? Amen. Come on now. Special miracles. Praise God. Amen. If you've got a lost one, Amen. Or this community, praise God. Somebody might say it's a bird over field. Amen. But you ever notice, my daddy used to do this all the time. Whenever uh, he had a few cattle or goats, uh, he always liked fooling with uh, animals like that. This time of year, he'd always burn the field off. Amen. Yeah. He would burn the dead grass over. Somebody might say this is a bird over field. Because my daddy knew that once he burned it over, even in the winter time, amen, little green sprouts would start springing up out of the grass. Amen. And there would be life. And there would be newness that would come. Amen. This isn't a bird over field. If it is, that's a good place. Amen. There's little children that never heard the gospel. There's people that never really knew the truth. They heard a lot of crazy stuff, but they never really felt what you got. They never really heard preaching. I said, God has special miracles to save the lost in this community. Amen. You look in Acts, there were special miracles of the baptism of the Holy Ghost as well. Amen. Right. In uh, Acts chapter number 10, you, that was to me a great moment uh, where the Gentile church came into the family of God and Cornelius is Roman centurion. An angel appeared to him. And I love I love that because there's a lot of people who said, well, if I had an angel appear to me and could tell me what I need to do, I, I would do what the angel said. Amen. Well, if an angel did appear to you, you know what that angel would say? That angel would say, go talk to your pastor, praise God. <laughs> because the angel told Cornelius that you go and ask Peter. You find Peter and Peter will tell you what you need to do, praise God. And that's just what he did. He found the preacher, called for the preacher. When Peter got there, Peter began preaching the Word of God. And they had never heard of Christ. They never heard of the baptism. But God performed a special miracle while he was preaching. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fell down upon them. And they all were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with tongues. And Peter and those Jews said, Look here, said, they're talking in tongues. It's just like we did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. But performed a special miracle for them. I believe he's still doing that. Yes. And if ever there was an hour, we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We need it today. Yes. And perhaps the devil's told you that you can't have the Holy Ghost. That's for everybody else. That's for the preacher. That's for those that's called. That's for special kind of people. But I want to tell you, God's got a special miracle to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We were boys that got saved. I was... 18, just turned 18 years old when I got saved at the little Ascending God Church down in Cody Inn. And uh, we had revival break out a few months later. And my brother Bruce got saved. And, and uh, brother Bubby Maples got saved in that revival. Yeah. And uh, on a Sunday night, we used to come early. And we would pray. We'd have a little upper room. A little, it was the evangelist quarters, but we'd climb up into the attic of the church. Uh, and there we'd pray or we'd get in the Sunday school room and pray. And on a Sunday evening before church ever started, uh, we were in three of us in a Sunday school room. My brother, Brother Bubby Maples, and myself. 
were praying for the service came about an hour early, and uh, my brother crawled across the floor and he pulled on my my my, my suit coat uh, and he said, "I want y'all to pray for me. I want the baptism of the Holy Ghost." You know, some people have it in their mind how that you have to be or what you have to be doing to receive the Holy Ghost. You got to have fast music going. You got to have a, a be in a service, you know, and everything's got to be in a certain uh, condition. But there on a Sunday evening, praise God, in a Sunday school room before uh, they ever even started church, most people have not even got to church yet. We got to pray for Him and God baptized Him in the Holy Ghost. Amen. In a side Sunday school room on a Sunday evening. It was a special miracle. Amen. I was young, Brother Bubby was young, he was young, but we were hungry for the move of God, and God saw that hunger, and God baptized us with the Holy Ghost, amen. Come on, now. Amen, I don't know, I'm sure it would be when Brother asked this little girl, if she ain't already having church at home, if she already having church oh, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. My little girl was a preacher lady. Amen. I had to talk her out of that when she was up a little bit. And praise God, she'd get in the aisle and she'd stomp her foot. She'd store and she'd raise her hands in the storefront and she was my biggest backer. Amen. Amen. Brother Shad, you probably will remember this. But she was five years old in Allentown Youth Camp. Yeah. Allentown Youth Camp. I was on the men's side over there praying with the boys. And I could hear my girl. She was very vocal when she prayed. And I knew how she played at home. <laughs> I knew how she played church. Amen. We've got videos of her playing church. Way back then, her and, and Brother Bruce's boys and Michael Johnson preaches today just like he did when he was uh, six years old. <laughs> That's exactly right. But Brother Shad came over there to me. You remember that? And you said, Brother Rusty, you need to come see this. <laughs> and so I got up from praying for boys. And I walked over there to the to that little corner section of out of town's platform. And my wife was sitting down and my little girl was laid out in her lap speaking in tongues in the Holy Ghost. Five years of age. Amen. God gave her a special miracle. She didn't understand what was going on. She didn't have any theology. Amen. She just yielded herself to the Holy Ghost. And the Lord baptized her She was a heavy woman, praise God. She was well over 300 pounds whenever she died. And she was a hard working woman. It wasn't all, it wasn't all fat, praise God. Amen. It was muscle. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, I, I wouldn't want to fault any one of my daddy's three sisters. That's just the honest truth. Uh, amen. They all three could whoop me. That's right. Amen. But my grandmother was an old time Methodist. Uh, and uh, she was eight years old. She cut her hair. And her daddy, she called him Papa. Her, her daddy cried when he come home. He was a mobile policeman. He come home, she hid underneath the porch. And whenever her daddy found her and saw what she'd done, he cried. And she said, I've never cut my hair again. Wow. And uh, when she did die, brother, she, they, they gave out uh, 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 the, uh, the, uh, from the funeral home or funeral plans. Uh, and they copied them and gave them to us grandchildren. Uh, and she had written out in her own little handwriting, uh, do not cut my hair or put makeup on my face. Praise God. Uh, even after 
after she was dead, she didn't want, amen, any worldliness in her life. All right. But I remember Granny really got saved as she was on up in her 70s when she received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Ah. I remember my Granny shouting when I was a boy and she'd fall out in the spirit over 300 pounds in the corner of the pew. That was in the day and time before we had catchers. Amen. And if we did have catchers, if they was going to catch Granny, they better have been quite a man. You know what I'm saying? Amen. But Granny fell out in the spirit and she'd hit her head on the corner and a few minutes she'd get up and go to shout and I'd say, well, she's alright. Amen. But this night she rolled underneath the front pew baptized in the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what and then the devil's life to you about. God's able to perform a special miracle. That's good, brother. So that you can have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Special miracles of healing, wasn't it, in the book of Acts? Right. Handkerchief, we already read about that. And then you write, read in the book of Acts where the Bible said that they laid them in the street so that Peter's shadow, amen, could overcast them. And it sure looks like that as Peter's shadow went across them, they were healed. Amen. Lord, a special miracle from God. God moving and God healing. Amen. We got a special miracle right here. Isn't that right? Yeah. And we don't know the reason why God waits to do what He wants to do. But that little baby girl is a special miracle that's already in the house of God. Wow. Brother Dominic Ferrando, I took two mission trips with him and that was a miracle that I survived. The first one much less two. Can you say that? If you know anything about it and if he's listening tonight, I love him. But it's the absolute truth. Praise God. Amen. Brother Dominic had sores in his mouth and he couldn't get well, couldn't eat, couldn't drink anything and needed the Lord to heal him. And so he got to pray and the Lord spoke to him and told him to go get uh, orange juice and milk. Amen. And so he went and got orange juice and milk uh, and started drinking orange juice and milk. Uh, amen. And his mouth was healed. Amen. I don't know. Uh, amen. If his body needed it uh, or it was just an act of obedience. Uh, amen. But it was a special miracle uh, that God gave to Brother Dominic. Amen. My granny, the same one I was telling you about, had same thing. Sickness hit her, and she couldn't get well. When doctors couldn't do anything for her, and the Lord spoke to her, and the Lord uh, uh, said, "Go change your water." And she was on the city water system. And my cousin had uh, an artesian well, and he had her. Uh, she had him rather bring uh, jugs of water. And she started drinking water from that artesian well, and the Lord healed her. Praise God. Right. I just talked about special miracles. Uh, brother Bubby was on the phone with his his daddy, Brother Julius Maples. You remember Papa Maples? Yeah. Sugar man. He called everybody sugar man. Hallelujah. Amen. But he was a rough, tough man, but he got cancer. Amen. Fourth stage cancer. Uh, brother Bubby was on the phone with him. Uh, and Brother Bubby said, Daddy, I believe God wants to heal you right now. And they said, alright. His daddy said, let's pray. And the phone hung up. Amen. He called him back. That was back before the days of cell phones. And he said, Daddy, the devil hung the phone up. <laughs> he said, but he called back and he prayed and he said, the Lord moved from one receiver to the other. Praise God. And Brother Julius Maples went back and it, it is uh, documented. Uh, and then no case. 
about two hours that night. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother King, we loved him to come. We, we loved him when he preached two hours. It was all right with us. Amen. I'll try to preach two hours tonight. Praise God. Amen. I don't want that Brother King's spirit on me tonight. Amen. But he preached, and after he preached, we was all kneeling around the altar. There's a young couple that had been coming to the storefront. She had been raised Catholic. I think he was Baptist. She was a great child. She was about eight months. And they went to the doctor having trouble. And the doctor told her, said, your baby's head is lodged in between the pelvic bones. And there's water on its brain. You've got to go to a specialist. And if the baby lives, it'll be mentally retarded. That was the diagnosis that week. I didn't say anything to Brother King. But as we were praying, he was kneeling at in the little storefront, kneeling down at the piano bench. And he got up and started talking. He said, while I was down praying, the Lord began to talk to me. And he said, somebody needed a miracle. And he was going to perform a miracle in this service tonight. Well, that young couple came up. No one told Brother King what was wrong with her. He laid his hand on her with oil and began to pray. And the Holy Ghost began to move in that little storefront building. I mean, it was a whole lot smaller than this building you've got. Wasn't near as nice as this. We didn't have these back rooms. We didn't have this much property. Amen. You got a whole lot going for you. Thank God. I said you got a whole lot going for you. Amen. Right there in that little storefront building. Amen. That couple, as he prayed, after they got to weeping and crying, and after Brother King prayed for her, she said, I don't know what happened, but I felt something inside me move. Amen. The next day I went with them to the specialist. I'm not talking about what happened 200 years ago or in the book of Acts. but just, uh, amen, in the last 24 years. Amen. About 18, 19 years ago. Amen. And so I was waiting in the waiting room. And when they came out from the back, they saw a specialist that had never seen them before. They, they took the sonogram or whatever they did. And when they walked out, they was all smiles. I said, tell me what they said. And they said, well, she said she don't know what the other doctor saw. But this baby's head is not lost. There's no water on its brain. And a month later, she had a perfectly healthy baby. Glory be to God. That happened in our little store right field. And praise God. God gave them a special miracle. Amen. Right there in that little church. Amen. God is a God of special miracles. Amen. When Paul and Silas was in jail. Amen. You don't read it anywhere else, but he shook that jail. Right. Until their, their, their chains were loosed and the doors was open and the walls began to fall. Amen. You know what was amazing about that? They had such a testimony of singing and worshiping God before uh, the jailhouse began to rock that not one of those prisoners ran away. That's right. They recognized that that special miracle was a divine move of God. Amen. God moved in a special way. Amen. And gave them deliverance, didn't He? Amen. I'm trying to hurry here tonight. I've got so much I can tell you about. Amen. There's a lady in my church, and I'm not going to call them because all of you probably know them. But this lady in my church called me many years ago. She called and said, Preacher, said, uh, said my husband's gone. He's got his guns, uh, and he's going to look for this man that's, that's been doing it wrong, uh, and he said he's going to kill him. I said, well, sister, uh, I don't know. Mobile's a big spot. It's a big place, a big city. I'll try to find him. So I, I jumped in the car, and I headed toward Mobile. I came up 
up Schillinger's Road praying the whole way. God, you got to stop me. God, you got to help me find him. She was on at home praying. I came up Schillinger's Road, four lane highway. I crossed over, uh, uh, what is that, uh, Tanner Williams, where it uh, comes by, uh, where the Wind Dixie's at. Is that Tanner Williams? I think that's it, or uh, Ziegler, one of Ziegler, 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 praise God. Amen. As soon as I crossed that, a truck pulled out, almost hit me, and the one behind it almost hit me. And I said, there it is. It pulled out right in front of me. <laughs> right in front of me. Praise God. The man he was chasing was in front of him, and he was chasing that man, and I was chasing him. Praise God. Amen. We was like Roscoe Pete Coltrane. I was in hot pursuit. Can you say that? something special. Hallelujah. Yes, He did. God picked him up right? and carried him away in the Spirit and set yes. him down at His own. Amen. Yes. And He came back down. I forget what city it was that He landed in. I'm trying to remember right now. Amen. But when He came back to that city, there is where you'll find Him several chapters later when Paul and all of his group is traveling. And they come upon the house of Philip the Evangelist. Amen. Yeah. And if you notice what the Bible said there, he had four daughters that did prophesy. Yes. The last time we saw him, he was all by himself. Yes. But God picked him up supernaturally yes. and put him where he wanted him to be. And there he had found a wife and raised a family and was doing a work for God. God performed a supernatural miracle to put him right where he needed to be. Praise yes. God. I mean, God performed a supernatural miracle to put him right where he needed to be. Y'all getting that? Y'all yes. paying attention here? Say, say. I said, y'all paying attention right here tonight? Yes. I mean, God knows how to perform special miracles. And it doesn't matter what aspect of our life that it is. It doesn't matter if it's just me and physically or if it's my family and all of us or if it's our church. Whatever it might be, God is able to do something special. And God is able to do something specific, praise God, for Landmark Holiness Church. God's able to do something, amen, for Brother John's 
the needs, the times we had needs. Whenever we started in the storefront building, we was in that building for five years. Amen. Never lost anything. Right. Never had anything go over 30 days late. I was working. My wife was working. We were. We didn't take anything for the church for years. We were paying all the bills. Amen. But God, every time we go to church, somebody give us a Pentecostal handshake. Glory be to God. Amen. Or we'd go to the mailbox and somebody send a check. Or we'd go visit a service, a Trinity, or somewhere else. It happened there. Amen. The, the man of God would get up and say, we feel like Brother Rusty's got a need in his life. Amen. Praise Brother God. Noah Phillips came uh, six hours one night. The man walked in his office and uh, handed him $1,200. And man, he was happy. But then when that man walked out, the Lord spoke to him and said, this ain't yours. <laughs> this belongs to Rusty Johnson. Amen. Wow. And so he drove six hours to that little storefront building. He preached that night, and not only did he give us the $1,200, but he took us up and offered praise God. Amen. I said, God knows how to perform a special miracles. Hallelujah. Time and time and time and time again. I can tell you other things. I won't even have time to tell you about my fall and the many miracles that God gave us as a family, as individuals, whether it was healing, and for a year, $100,000 worth of medical bills with no insurance, uh, and in less than a year, it was all paid off. Uh, every time we'd go to the mailbox, people we did not even know across this country was sending us money to help us, uh, and God performed miracle after miracle after miracle. Amen. I want to tell Landmark here tonight. Amen. God can do the same and wants to do the same thing for you. Amen. You may look at the obstacles. You may look at the problems. You may say it's too late in the game. We're too close to the coming of the Lord. Nobody. The time in which we live, all of that to me is not It means nothing. And I started to say it's hogwash. I'll just say it. That's hogwash. All right. Amen. I said I think we ought to believe that God is a miracle worker. Whenever they had chain link fences going up around the White House, I was riding down the road listening to the news about the transition of power in Washington, D.C. You know what came to my mind? There has not been a transition of power in heaven. There has not been one chain link fence. Amen. Go up into heaven. Amen. Because the throne is at stake. But God is still sovereign. God is still almighty. And Daniel said, they that do know their God shall be strong and shall do as well. This is a time to build. This is a time to work. This is a time to labor. This is a time to believe God. Amen. That's why I'm fighting against this socialist socialism mass mandate. Yeah. I love somebody sent me a picture today. I loved it. It was on a church sign. Brother Derek sent it to me. He saw it in the first assembly of God. And he said, I want to be like Saul. I want to be on the road to Damascus. Amen. <laughs> Demaskus. Hallelujah. That's where I'm at. Praise God. Demaskus. Amen. Thank God I may have a little rebel blood in me when it comes to this business. Uh, Amen. But I, when I go into Walmart, they say, sir, do you want a mask? I'll say, no, thank you. No. Amen. Most of the time, if they ask me anymore, I'm going to say I have TMCS. Praise God. Too much common sense. Glory to God. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Glory. But I do have a breathing problem. I have a deviated septum. I, 
And so I can uh, legally say I've got a breathing problem. But I'm fighting it, brother. That's why we're having camp meeting. That's why we had revival a couple of weeks ago. And I'm glad to see any one of you got a mask on. Somebody's got to get back to trusting God. Somebody's got to get back to overcoming the fears. And you're not sitting at home and just listening to Mixer, but coming to the house of God. And the devil's using this mixture of business. Yeah. And the people that's carnal and worldly and don't like church, that's a good excuse for them to stay home. Amen. That's right. But if you can go, this is what I told you, if you can go to work and you can go to Walmart, you ought to be able to come and worship. Praise that's God. right. Glory be to God. Stand with me here tonight. I'm going to send it back to the pastor. Lord, oh, I pray for these good folk, oh God. I pray for this church, Lord. God, have your way. I pray, God, that you would perform many mighty special miracles for Landmark, for this pastor and his wife, for their children, for every family that's in this church, and every family that's going to come to this church, Lord. God, do it in such a way, Lord, that people would be amazed. Do it in such a way, Lord, that the glory of God might be revealed like they have never known before. Add unto your church. Bless your people with healing and deliverance and salvation, Lord. And we'll be careful to praise you and love you for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Praise God. All right, let's come. Tell you what, I don't know. Sometimes we just come and kneel, Brother Shad. And we don't reach that potential like we need to. I think there's a there's a repenting altar. And then right here tonight, why don't you, if you need a miracle, why don't you step out? Come to this front with your hands lifted up and let's pray together and believe God for it. Let's look up to God. If you need a miracle, whether it's healing, whether it's financial, whether it's in your family, somebody needs to be saved, why don't you come out right now? Come around these altars with your hands lifted up and let's believe God. Let's look to God right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you are a miracle worker. And there are things right here, God, that I know nothing about. Special needs, oh God, that are specific to every one of these individuals. And to this church, Lord, I pray that the Holy Ghost fall right now. Let the Spirit of God fall right now. Lord, if thou can only believe, your word tells us all things are possible. God, give us faith. God, give us courage. God, give us faith to believe. To believe your word. To trust your word. To depend upon your word right here tonight, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, church. Believe God. Reach up toward heaven. And believe God for 